0: What's up, Lashinistas? Welcome to the show. This is the Sassy Lash Podcast, where we talk about the ever-growing eyelash business. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow as a lash artist and or lash business owner. So whether you work for a company or yourself, this podcast is for you.
1: Hi guys, this is Shauna and Mike Jones. We're the owners of Sassy Lashes. Our heart is to share with you guys our uphill battle in the lash industry and to show you guys what started out of a tiny bedroom extremely broke has turned into an eight-figure company. We are here to encourage you during your lash journey and show a raw version of what things are really like. In today's episode. Today's
0: episode, we're talking about growing the right way. It's not always cheap and not always comfortable, but it's necessary. So, before we jump into that, obviously, a couple things we want to talk about real fast here. Number one, IBS is coming up. woo We are right now in the month of May, so IBS is coming up here in June. Yep. So, it's June 15th through 17th. If you're going to be coming to the show, come to the booth, the Sassy Lash booth, the only booth. No, kidding.
1: It's huge. You won't miss it. It's
0: like the second largest booth in the entire show. So exciting. We're on the hair side at the main entrance. Can't remember the booth number off the top of my head right now, but it is the... Dopest, biggest booth. We are doing some ridiculous show pricing. Yeah. We're doing buy buy, buy two to get one. Get one on our lash trays, tweezers, Glue. glues. We're gonna be giving away a ton of free stuff, ton of raffles. We're gonna be doing lashes. Come by, say hi, meet us. Free class. Free class. I mean, we're t- actually teaching a mega volume lash course at IBS this year as well. Free. Free.
1: Free. So free. come, make sure
0: you sign up for the class. We're gonna teach you our secret little recipe recipe ninja method. We call the pinch method. <laughs> That you will eventually learn to love. Yes. I'm going to brainwash you until you do. <laughs> uh, next thing, we are doing a class in Austin, Texas, yep. July 8th through the 12th.
1: Yep, five-day.
0: Five-day course, teaching everything we should sign up. And last, we're going to be doing a class in Scottsdale at the very end of July, which mm-hmm. is the 29th through August 2nd. We'll be there as well, um, rolling out some some really cool techniques in unison with the opening of our new Sassy Scottsdale we're opening up there yep. as well. Yeah,
1: Taylor's opening in Scottsdale, so super exciting. Super
0: exciting. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. So, growing your clients the right way. Oh, you know what? Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh. I forgot to talk about a giveaway.
1: How, how?
0: I don't know how I so forgot. important.
1: Um, we are doing a giveaway. We're doing a free giveaway for a five or three day lash class. Your choice. Yep. It's a $1,600 value. We're super excited. So all you have to do is. I
0: don't even remember. To, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all, all you have to do is uh, go to YouTube, subscribe. Go send, to, us <laughs> yeah, send us a Starbucks card. Yes. Send a Starbucks card. A little winky face in it. We're addicted to Starbucks. It's like our crack. Clearly. Uh, yeah. Go to
1: <laughs> Go to Starbucks.com. Go to Starbucks.
0: No. Uh, go to our YouTube channel, Sassy Lashes and Sassy Lashes LV. Sorry. Subscribe. Go to the podcast. Subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Sassy Lashes LV.
1: Screenshot all three. Screenshot
0: all three and send it to giveaways at Sassy lash Brands.com. And we'll be picking a lucky winner. Very Yay. cool. All right, jumping into today's episode. So. I think it's super important if you've ever been to vegas or ever seen any of our salons the number one thing everybody always says is wow this place is unreal it's like disneyland for lashes <laughs> yeah you know what i mean everybody just sees like the stone on the wall and the really cool decor and the retail stores in them and you know all the individual rooms and all the lash artists and there's always a lobby full of clients and they're like these guys are just printing money just killing killing it. the game right and so I think there's a misconception out there that I'm going to save up money and I'm going to just go out and open the Walmart of lashes mm-hmm. right away, just like how Sassy has it. And they don't have the clients or the infrastructure to support it, and people don't realize how fa- how important cash flow is. So they'll go out and blow all their money right away and make it look cute and big and like Disneyland, and then all of a sudden they, you know, two three months into it, don't have any clients and then they end up. Closing the doors and the whole thing was a waste.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people don't know like what we went through and the stepping stones that we took to get where we are. You know you what I mean? Always the finished product. Yeah, always. People,
0: people see the big. The big fancy stuff. Nobody sees the broke down used Cherokee that we used to drive.
1: Yeah. For five years, we shared a car.
0: Yeah. Nobody understands the stuff before. There was a beginning to all that. They only see the finished product.
1: Yeah. So I think it's super important that everybody like really, really pays attention to this because you are not going to become successful, in my opinion, if you just jump
0: Jump skip the gun, steps.
1: yeah, skip steps because you really have to marinate in each level.
0: Can you explain to them what you mean by marinate?
1: So when you know, I started doing lashes. I did lashes from home for, for five ye- years, for for years, for years, and um, you know, we had a lot of expenses. We had other jobs, so we were really like saving our money. We were sa- even when we started to make money, we were always saving money, and we were always eating dollar store mac and cheese. We were still sharing a car.
0: Still so Be- going to Goodwill to buy clothes.
1: Yeah, I still love Goodwill. They're kind of expensive now. But anyways, so I think that what a lot of people do is they get so excited or they see a competition and they want to compete with them so bad that they skip those little steps in between. And then they, they end up going broke, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, especially if you don't have the, the infrastructure of the money. like Yeah. People, like when Burger King opens, the McDonald's is like, hey, we're going to open next to them, and compete with them, which is great. Because those are two major corporations that everybody knows. And all it's going to do is create more awareness to that area and give more choices for burgers. But if you see a giant lash place and you're like, I'm going to compete with them. Yeah. And nobody even knows who you are yet. like, yeah. Number one, you're disrespecting the competition. And number two, you're jumping ahead steps. Yeah. And you haven't even taken your like entry-level like licks. Yeah. I'll give you a prime example. And I don't want to call her out for it. Well, we have a client that comes to Sassy and she's opening her own salon right now, and she wants to send all of her lash artists to be trained by us, Yeah, and she's just gonna, she's never been a lash artist herself, which is issue number one. If yeah, you listen that's to difficult. any major influencer, any major entrepreneur like Ed Milet, Annie Priscilla, Gary Vee, all of them I'll talk about, never go, Warren Buffett's been preaching this for years, yeah. he's in his 80s, one of the wealthiest men on the planet. Warren Buffett says, if you have never done that business personally, you have no business going into that business and opening it. 100%. because percent You don't know the steps. You can't rely on hiring a manager yeah. to do it for you if you don't even know what's involved with being a lash artist, right? Yeah. So I think this girl, this girl saw our salon, saw you know all the clients and all the you know money the coming fluff. through there, the fluff yeah. and all the receptionists. And she was attracted to the aura of sassy lashes. And she's like, Well, if Mike and Shauna can do it, I see Mike wearing his Bud Light t-shirt and flip flops." Looking like a dumb helmet. Sean in her
1: vans, looking like a tomboy. Yeah, yeah, coming in
0: with paint on our clothes because we do a lot of a lot of labor, a lot of work yeah. for everything. Yeah. So everybody thinks when you become the CEO or the owner, you're going to be walking around in five piece suits, rolling up with the Lambo and drawers. red
1: bottoms. Yeah. And yeah, red
0: bottoms on in the in the. No,
1: we're still we still er, clean Erme's, toilets. Hermes bag. Not, we don't even know. we you not know it. <laughs> White trash balling. <laughs> yeah.
0: So everybody sees that and they're like, "What are these? Who are these?" janitors in the lobby with paint on their clothes and and flip-flops and I, and I don't think they understand what goes into the steps involved with that
1: yeah i think that also it's like a what is that beer money wine taste oh yeah it's crazy because like everybody's like oh my gosh like where'd you get this where'd you get that it looks so shabby chic and it's crazy because it's like all of our salons like i decorate and it's stuff from offer up
0: offer up and craigslist and
1: craigslist like yeah. it's like i'm still to this day even though we do have money like saved I still am like a huge bargain shopper. And I think it's super important you do that because if you're continuing to grow and you're putting your money elsewhere instead of reinvesting, it's going to go sour quick.
0: Yeah, we just learned about that. Yeah. They talk about the stages of business. We yeah. went to a really neat con- or conference. Conference, conference, the Arte <laughs> conference, for uh, Andy Fursella and Ed Milet. Yeah, All it was right. amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing, amazing, amazing. And one of the things they talked about was if you're going into business only to make money and so you can pull that money out, you're in business for the wrong reason. Because as soon as you start making money, you're going to then take that money and dump it on yourself and not invest it in the company. The company's gonna die right away. Or I'll take it a step further. For those people that don't know how to save money, I know what you're thinking, Like if I don't know how to save money, but once I start making it, I'll save it. No, And way. if you don't save it now and you don't have, when you if you can't ration a little bit when you don't have money, you're not going to be able to do it on a larger scale either.
1: No. Um,
0: what would you say for their starting out, like, about renting a room first?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. If you decide that you want to do your own thing or if you want to work for somebody, I mean, if you want to do your own thing, I would definitely start, like, so small. I would even start, like, maybe going, like, uh, Have these with somebody on like renting a room oh splitting the chair yeah like splitting the That's splitting the idea. room splitting the chair because then you're obviously because I know these places like solo salons like they're pretty expensive like 400 a week right yeah they're I mean they're pretty expensive so I would I would look for that option because you can work with someone's schedule because obviously unless you know you're working like 12 hours a day which um, isn't too crazy but um, you can it's cheaper you know what I mean so I would do that and I would also like bargain shop like everybody's like oh like these glamcore lights and like all this crazy oh, stuff gosh. and it's like dude i mean we get our lights from amazon and they work amazing they're We're like not
0: knocking glam core
1: no i'm not at all they're amazing lights but they're when be, you're first starting out yeah, it, the, put your money elsewhere. The
0: 250 or 400 lamp is not going to make you a better no, lash artist and bring more clients in
1: not at all so i think i think that you also just need to um people get so impatient, you know what I mean? Like, they're like, oh, I'm doing the same thing. It's been six months and- I'm ready to open. And I'm ready to open, you know, and it's like- I've
0: got 18 clients. I'm ready for this.
1: And it's like, let me tell you what I I think I could jump
0: in the ring and box with Muhammad Ali already. Yeah,
1: let me tell you, I was working from home and there was times where I was like, you know what? I'm ready to make the jump. And I probably could have made the jump, but I literally worked and worked and worked until I was working like 10 hours a day and I had so much clientele, while I was still working another job. Um, and I knew that at that point, after however many years I was working from home, no overhead, saving my money, building up clientele to where I was just working seven days a work, seven days a week, 10 hours a day. I knew that once I moved into a new place, I could pawn those clients off to great lash artists. They'd be happy with. And, um, I mean I marinated for years like I don't I don't know how people are like yeah you know I'm, I'm ready to make the jump and they've just been lashing for like a couple months like yeah unless listen, you win the Powerball I mean
0: even if you win the Powerball listen you have to you have to go through the process yeah there's a process to everything so you got to go through the steps you have to learn how to deal with client complaints oh, yeah. you have to learn how to budget your money reinvest in your inventory Buy products, yes. advertise, bring a couple people underneath you, train them. They're going to be rough in the beginning. Get receptionist. Get a receptionist. They're not just like randomly clackety clack on the phone, not answering the call, turning away calls. You know, like to, you're going to have to literally learn all the steps of this business before you can go out and actually be the business owner. And here's the other thing I want to tell you guys. So, when we opened our first salon on Eastern, it was literally tiny, it was 1,200 square feet. It was actually like an Office space. It was
1: it was huge just when it was we first huge. Started. Again, but I'm
0: saying like when we first opened, I, you guys know our story. We couldn't even afford to decorate the whole no. place. But I'm just saying, it was a small little salon, and we we grew into that salon. When we finally grew up to a point where we had. 15 lash artists in that little 1,200 square foot spot. Yeah. We had like bunk bed style recliner like double chairs, rooms, yeah. double rooms, two and three girls in one room. They're like no room to move their tweezer and they all look like <laughs> into each other. And you know, it was just really uncomfortable. We
1: still stayed there for a while. We stayed
0: there for a while and built a client base up. People like, you guys need a new location. We're like, if no, three girls no. were in the lobby, three had to wait in the hallway because they couldn't. That's how tiny our lobby yeah. was. And we literally kept building and building and building. And we, we finally did the math. We said, okay, we're making enough money. We can now go out and get the Disneyland looking salon with yeah. all, you know, with all the fireworks and pyrotechnics and cute <laughs> you know fluff that everybody loves. But we waited to build to that point. We didn't just go, hey, let's go open a giant salon and then go broke trying to do it. Yeah. And that's the other thing I want you guys to understand when you're first starting out, is you guys open that salon and it starts to look good and there's lots of clients coming to the doors. Mm-hmm. People are going to start to look at you and they're going to be like, man, you guys are killing it. That's like a, the like everybody's always said, you're killing it. You're killing it.
1: I love that. You're <laughs> not
0: really killing it. So if you make $200,000, you are turning around and spending two hundred and fifty. Yeah. right back into growing your business. Because yeah. it's never, your business plan is never a one-time shot. You reach a certain point and it's done. No. It's evolving.
1: And the, then you have taxes. The more you, you make. Holy.
0: And it's always going to be a constant evolution. Like the you're going to hire new lash artists. The techniques are going to change. The way people lash, the furniture the expanding. You know, if you decide you want to open your own product line, you know, whatever you want to yeah. do, it's always going to be evolving. Yeah. What would you say to them too? If they're they're renting a solo salon, and I don't want to say solo. I'm just saying if you're rent, renting a room somewhere, and you're you getting to a point where you're now at like seven days a week back to back with clients.
1: I would say when you reach that point, um, I would probably get start to get somebody underneath you. Because you're not going to grow with just yourself. Like the whole point is like growing and having people work under you. So what I would do is I would start to train somebody. Like I just did this with Olivia in Utah. So she was like, Hey, like I really want, like I'm growing. I want to expand. And I was like, well, girl, you need to, you need to train someone in, train somebody in the way you want mold them. So all those clients that you're busting your ass for seven days a week, you can start to pawn them off. You know what I mean? Like, so I would definitely suggest that, um, that's super important that you do because you can't just grow solo when you know what I mean? Like you can only do so much. Also another thing with like jumping into the bigger thing is like your mental sanity. Like it's overwhelming. Like if we were to go from like Eastern, like when we first opened Eastern to St. Rose, like we would be mentally just fried. Oh yeah, It's so overwhelming. So it's easier to kind of just slowly grow into things, even though sometimes it'll take a while. And I know all these, all these girls, like they are, they're always like, Oh, it's been a year. Oh, it's like, It's going to take time. You have to be patient.
0: Yeah. Social media tells us we're going to start a business, sell it in a year, and retire on a beach somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Retire young. Retire before 40.
1: If that was the truth.
0: You, no. you got to do the work. Yeah. There is no secret sauce. Everybody thinks there's a secret recipe to this thing. You got to do the work. Yeah. You got to put the time in. You got to take your lumps. You got to grow the confidence. Yeah. It's an, we still are learning. We, we oh, my learn. gosh.
1: We still make so many mistakes, yeah. too. So many. And we'll continue to. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of it's just patience. Grow into it. Grow into it. Marinate, marinate, marinate. Save your money. Um, reinvest. Reinvest. Train people underneath you. And then just don't live above your means.
0: Yep. Don't be don't be excited to go out and be the 30K millionaire.
1: Yeah.
0: And have all those stuff. All show, no go. No money yeah. in the bank. Got a great big house and you can't pay the mortgage. Uh, I want to leave you guys on one final thought here before we jump into our humble story here. Yeah. So I think this is really cool because some of you are first starting out right now and you're like, hey... I just want to become a lash artist and make a little money, right? And you're at that stage where it's like you have a couple clients here and there. You're not quite sure if it's worth still being a lash artist or if it is. Yeah. Some of you are at the stage where you're a lash artist and you're working for somebody and you've got an overabundance and you're tired. You've been there for so long. You're like, I'm just burned out. I need to go do my own thing. And then some of you were at that phase where now you've actually opened that salon and you have people working for you, but you're not sure what the next step is. So I just want to leave you guys with this thought. If you're a lash artist out there right now and you're like, hey, I'm making good money, but I want to progress this thing. You could actually, just think like this. Say you're making you know, $1,500, $2,000 a week as a lash artist. you got a lot of clients. You could actually take a person under your wing, mm-hmm. train them, teach them all the things that you know, make them a lash artist, right? And then you could give them some clients, help them build their client base, and you could be making 50% off of them. You could bring on another lash artist and another one. And at some point in time, you're gonna to get to that point where you're burned out doing lashes and you just wanna run the business yeah. and that's okay. But you're gonna to get to that point in time where you're gonna have these girls underneath you that are gonna be making money for you mm-hmm. and now turning them into your little lash army. So just remember, there's always a stage above where you guys are starting out. Don't look at it like, man, I'm just starting out and I'm frustrated and I don't know if I'm gonna make money at this. Just keep putting the time in, putting the work in, appreciating all the lessons you're learning and you guys are going to be just fine. There's not going to be any issue. And years from now, when we look back on the stuff when you guys are <laughs> first starting out. You're like, man, Mike and Sean were right. Yeah, all that stuff they were telling me it wasn't just for content. Yeah, like, it actually like helped me grow as a lash artist. <laughs> so, humble story of the day.
1: Humble story of the day. Okay, so I'll make it quick. Um, we were working at the bank. We were trying to get a bunch of loans closed. We were commission only. We did. We would get like a draw against commission. It was like two weeks, like minimum wage. And we were racing, racing, racing. We thought that our loans had funded and we were gonna get a big paycheck. And I remember rolling into Wells Fargo with at the ATM. You were putting the debit card in and our loans didn't fund in time and our weekly whatever, our biweekly paychecks of minimum wage they were taken out from our cell phone bills and we were negative in our bank account and i remember looking at mike and i started bawling mm. and it was like this was like month eight of like just no money we were just grinding i mean like 10 hours a day i remember i looked at mike and i was bawling and i was like is this fucking black <laughs> cloud ever gonna go away are we ever gonna get through this yeah so
0: and that was after we called the cell phone company and asked them to extend our payment so they yeah shut off
1: and so we were Service. negative and we, we literally like had no money. And I think like I had to borrow like 50 bucks. My dad used to send it like through Walmart because our yeah. families don't have money. So a stretch. yeah. So we always like to end on like a humble story because sometimes when you wake up in the morning and you're like, just like, oh, it's Groundhog Day. I'm still broke. I haven't hit my goal. It's been eight months. It's been a year. I'm still doing the same stuff. It's always good to look at a point in your life where you know, you were going through more of a struggle than you, you know, are when you wake up. So I think it's important.
0: Yeah. Or if you're making money,
1: Yeah. but
0: you're so busy, you're not having any time to enjoy anything. You're yeah. like, I'm so frustrated because
1: there's always going to be There's issues. always
0: stuff to do. Yeah. You know, I wish things would slow down. So That's what really makes us go. Remember back when we didn't have work.
1: Yeah. We're so blessed to be this busy, even though
0: some days tough. we get frustrated. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's all we got for you guys today. We appreciate you tuning in. As always, if you haven't yet, make sure you go ahead and hit the subscribe button so you can get all the latest updates on our YouTube channel or on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Make sure you refer somebody, tell somebody about this. We only grow this thing with you guys, Mm -hmm. making sure you refer people. Thank you. Thank you, guys. See you next time. Bye-bye.